Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Hopefully you did good this weekend for Easter. Hopefully you got to enjoy uh, your family, your kids, grandkids, whatever you have. Hopefully you got to enjoy them. Today, first half of the show over here on YouTube and Spotify and all that good stuff. We are going to be talking about the case of Mo Capo Morales. He is the correctional officer that has been in the news. And if you look at all the media reports that have been done on this story, it is all one-sided. All one-sided, man. We're going to take a look at these news articles, and I'm going to walk you through how bad this really is. And do you know what all this stems from? A case that he filed against the state corrections department because he worked in segregation. One of the locks wasn't working. Somebody blasted out at him and got into a fight. He got hurt, and then he filed workings comp and all that. And this is, I believe, two years after he got out of the motorcycle club he was in. He used to be the national president of the Thug Riders until 2017, according to him. What I cannot believe... It's because you have to re, you know, recertify or something like that, he was telling me, to get your ID and all that stuff. Well, after he filed the lawsuit and stuff, the union was involved until the charges came down. I think it has everything to do with the state covering their ass for this faulty deal that happened to him. He was a correctional officer for 20 years. I believe he said since 1998 or 99, something like that. He's in a pretty messed up situation. And yeah, he's a correctional officer. Oh, he's a cop, blah, 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 blah. That ain't the point of this right now. It's a point that somebody got screwed over because they were in a motorcycle club. They are actually using his membership in a motorcycle club against him to throw him in jail. They're saying that he falsified reports when he went for that re-up. As everybody knows, this is happening all over the country. People are losing security clearances. They're losing jobs because there are memberships in clubs. Now, when I walk you through all this, you're going to be amazed at some of this stuff. There was two articles 
one written in 2020, and then a recent one by Jerry DeMarco. One in August of last year, and then one this month, or last month, it's uh, April now. Almost the exact same article. That kind of makes you wonder, okay, why are you putting out these articles, the same deal, with little changes here and there, within, like, a nine-month span? Is the paper working with the government? What? I don't know. But I have never seen that done before. They really don't got much on him. Because his membership is documented. Going all the way back, I think we're going to show you a little bit of a video. Let me look here. Since 2012. He wasn't fired until after he filed this lawsuit. And unions. Oh, you know what? I support unions, but you assholes fled at the first sign of trouble. And as far as I know, everybody else knew about this. Because some other COs were a part of the club. Law enforcement was part of the club. When he left in 2017, that's how it was. His membership ended in 2017. After that, who cares? But it goes to... What uh, is going on here? Anyway, I got distracted there for a minute. I'm going to turn off this phone because every time I start recording, the damn phone goes off. It's like everybody knows what it's happening. Boom, they hit me. Anyway. Let's go into some of this information, how we first got uh, hooked up and stuff. This was an email from Mo. What's going on, OG? I pray all is well. I'm the corrections officers that got indicted on the charge you blogged about last week. I never addressed anyone, but I'm addressing you because I respect your platform and always admired how you project or protect the culture. I just want to set the record straight with what's going on behind the scenes that no one knows. I have been a CO for 20 years. I'm 42 now. So that means he got uh, working at 22 years old. I never hid or lied about me being a thug rider, which is an acronym for Today's Heroes Unifying Generations. I was a proud member for over a decade and served as the national VP for over a decade as well. I was injured on the job in April of 2019. That's the date you want to remember. 2019. He left the club in 2017. Due to the negligence of the NJDOC and had to have major back surgery. And this is the route they took to sever ties with me. So he had to have major surgery because he was injured on the job. He's been out of work for two years due to the injuries. 
So they charged me with these bogus charges to try to get my pension because of the major's workers' comp lawsuit he has on them. It's viable. It's possible. They slandered his name all in the name of money. I love the MC culture and always did my job and everyone knew exactly what I did for a living. Meaning he worked in the prison. Everybody knew what he was doing. And I would have to venture to say even the warden. I was, uh, I, and I always did my job and everyone knew exactly what he did. I was just a person that never let a job define my character of a man that I am. That's one of the main reasons I took this. I treat people with respect, always got it in return. I will have my day in court. He can't be on the show because of that. He is still going up. Throttle up. Rock and roll. April 2019 is when he got hurt. He filed a lawsuit against the state because of his injuries, which anybody would. He goes on to say TR was not a diamond club at all. We were a sport bike club for years. I left TR in 2017 because it wasn't uh, fun anymore and just faded to the back and left the culture. Remember what they fired him for. And I'm going to take you to that right now. And this is one of the articles I can't understand. I highlighted the date here, 825 of 2020, by Jerry DeMarco. A correctional police officer at the state prison in Newark was also a member of two outlaw motorcycle gangs. Said authorities who charged him with lying about it to keep his job. Ruben Morales, 41 of Orange, lied about being in the Thug Riders and Thunder Guards. He was not in the Thunder Guards. What they did was go on Facebook and got a picture with him and support stuff. He applied to renew his state-issued license card last year in New Jersey. The card identifies him as a law enforcement officer, grants him access to state buildings, and marks him as an emergency responder. The renewal process requires the completion, certification, and submission of an application that answers several questions related to suitability of the employee to main employment. Again, he left in 2017. He hurt himself in 2019. That's two years he was gone. Two years. And then it, after his renewal, boom. Because of a lawsuit. He is charged with tampering with public records following a joint investigation by the New Jersey Department of Correctional Special Investigative Division well, obviously, your special investigations division ain't seeing what I'm seeing. This is a farce. They suspended him from his job, also the Department of Corrections. Now, 
this was August 25th of 2020 at 5.45 p.m. Boom. Here's another one. 317 of 2021. Indictment. And I think this is the one we covered. New Jersey corrections officer hit outlaw motorcycle gang membership. Said he hit it. Almost word for word from the previous article. Morales, known as Mo, Mocap, and Capo, lied when asked on the forum whether he was affiliated with or a member of any subversive groups or gangs. He, it goes on, absolutely no law enforcement officer should be a member of a subversive group or gang. With correctional uh, police officers, there is a special concern relating to destabilization and dangerous impact that gang activity and gang rivalries have in prison. He didn't lie. He left in 2017. And then what you've seen... Investigation the division was only a support deal with the Thunder Guards. Exact same story almost, about nine months apart. You have to say why. And not anywhere in here does it ask him or his attorney for their side. He was charged with official misconduct, tampering with public records, hindering apprehension or prosecution. Really? Falsifying or tampering with records. There's simply no room for law enforcement who break rules, evade their duties. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting statement. Now, let's go back to this. As far as the Thunder Guards, they are good brothers and friends. I never was a member of Thunder Guards and don't even own a bike. So how are you going to be a member of the Thunder Guards and not even own a bike? I guess the investigative division didn't think of that, did they? The Thunder Guards knew what I did for a living. They just respected what I brought to the MC culture. They knew that he was a CEO or police officer, whatever they call him on the East Coast. They knew it. I like to, he goes on to say, I like to always back up my talk with facts as well. So even though this is a case, here are a few facts for you. A picture of my close friend from TG that left Delaware the morning of March 10th, 2020 to take me to the hospital and wait for me to recover and took me home. I didn't see any gang about that. All I see is true brotherhood. And it goes on and on. Next email. This is where he's arguing that he wasn't part of a gang and that they should have known this because it was all over social media. They only went after him 
because he filed that lawsuit. That is my belief. Because they were negligent in getting their equipment fixed. He was attacked and hurt. Had to have major back surgery. So this is the excuse not to have to pay him, but to uh, ream him one because he dared to go up against them and get what he was due. He goes on to say, and here's a picture you have to come over on YouTube. Look at that diamond I have on. I made that up from my brain. I never wore the 1%. We was making up patches out of our thoughts and putting them together. Basically doing whatever we wanted to do. No one stopped us from doing anything we was doing. It was non-official. That was July 29th, of 2017, that he took this picture. There's one with a 1% diamond on, and then he has another diamond on that was totally different. Sports bikes and all that type of stuff. Then he goes on to say, I'm the horse's mouth. Hug Riders was a sport bike club from the very beginning. We had a bunch of COs and cops in it for over a decade. He goes on to reiterate, he left in 2017, and whatever they are now is none of my business. There were no crimes being committed, or any of that garbage going on when I was there. It was a respected MC, plain and simple. Again, 2017, it had mother on him, I, I'm taking that that's the mother chapter. Well, one guy has a diamond, the other guy, like he said, he made that totally up from his brain. But DOJ is saying he hit everything. They only brought charges in, what, 2019? But he was already gone two years, and anybody could see this stuff. He goes on to say, check out uh, this video from 2011. 2011. So you're going to tell me investigators didn't know this for all these years? Come on. Just a sport bike having our club having fun. The they did the video because this young man was in film school and they had to hand in some sort of documentary in order to pass his class and he asked us and we said yes. He followed us for like three weeks and basically passed the class and today is a great video and photographer. That's this video here. Thug Riders mini documentary. March 20th of 2012. Now I don't know how many times you got to renew this card he's talking about or they're talking about. But it seems like uh, they should have known this was everywhere. Let's take a look. My name is Kappa. I'm the National Vice President of the Thug Riders Motorcycle Club out of North New Jersey. Thug is an acronym for Today's Heroes Unifying Generation Riders and IMMC. You know, you got this fantasy in your head about getting out of the life and setting the corporate world on its ear. 
the fuck you gonna do except hustle? Blue Rock, Thug Rodder's national president. Man, I can't play with the rest of the music on YouTube. But this was 2012. And under the description, it says, New Jersey's empty Thug Riders mini documentary. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. But, let's go to the earliest story again. 825-2020. Lied about being in the Thug Riders and Thunderguards when he applied to renew his state-issued identification card. See how messed up this really is? That's where he uh, put this. Yes, my brother, I was once the proudest member of TR. Don't know how I can have hid this for so many years. And here's the big thing. Everyone at the prison knew I was the VP of TR as well, even though I never mixed my work with motorcycles. Meaning I never rode my bike to work. It was strictly business. Hmm. Again, they didn't know this? Really? Interesting. Then he sent uh, some pictures right here about paintball tournament for uh, police officers to help them out. Uh, then Now, as far as the other illegal side business, he filled out the proper secondary employment for it. And he ran, uh, they claim he ran an illegal food truck when they would why would I donate my food truck for the local PBA 105 from my department charity event? And then he goes on to say there's the pics and all that stuff. I'm a true biker at heart and everyone knew what I was doing for a living. I never hit anything. I always walked with my head held high and never made what I did for a living make me a man. There's that one picture he was talking about when he was in the hospital. I actually feel got, uh, you know, bad for this guy because it almost seems like what he's saying is true where they're doing it because of a lawsuit. I got a lot of naysayers that are always saying... Well, if it's a legit MC, if it's, you know, if it's a right straight MC, you won't lose your job. Get your head out of your asses. It's bad enough being a biker than an MC. They're going to go after you even more hardcore. This right here, we did last week. State Supreme Court says motorcycle gang leader's appeal is premature. That was 2021. Now, I was looking back to see when the original charges were filed. Okay, here we go. From the months beginning in 2017, state and federal agents wiretapped at least seven different phones used by McGuire. 
capturing, they say, his recruitment to lead a new Rhode Island chapter of the Pagan's Outlaw Motorcycle Gang. Is this where they got it? The raids were in May of 2018. Okay. Still, a year after he left Chapel. So it seems like there was a patch over or whatever of some individuals from the Thug Riders here. A 1,274-page affidavit in the case outlined how a uh, confidential source, (laughs) a rat, told detectives that members of the Thug Riders were dealing drugs and that tensions were growing among Rhode Island's many clubs. McGuire was released on home confinement following Vogel's 2019 ruling on the wiretap authorization. He faces more than 220 uh, narcotics and weapons charges. Is this what they're using as a basis of them being a motorcycle gang? That is the question. Sad state of affairs, man. You know what? They will turn on you in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, these people in the government. Many people don't believe that. But you need to. That blue wall don't exist anymore. At least it didn't do for him. My question is, how can the state say that it was an outlaw motorcycle gang... When its origin, coming from his mouth, was a sport bike club, and they had a bunch of COs, which are correctional officers, and cops in it for over a decade. Did any of these other people get in trouble for what he got in trouble for? Have any of them lost their jobs like he did? That's the question. Because if you're going after one, why ain't you going after the others? If you say that cops and COs are not supposed to be a part of a subversive group, I love how they say that. Ain't that really funny? How they say that. We're going to keep you updated on this. Uh, He's got his uh, lawsuits going against them for being hurt, his workers' comp stuff. He also wants his pension. See, in New Jersey, it is 25 years. He is, what, five years short? So at least give him some of his pension, man. But right now, they're going to try to use this... Get out paying everything. What do you guys think, man? Is this a setup or what? This is how the government does people. It kind of reminds me, you know, it used to be where people would work 40, 50 years, get their pension and all that stuff for one company. 
You can't give that kind of loyalty anymore to anybody because the loyalty isn't returned to you. Five years from his pension. He was not hiding anything. It was all there to be seen. And now if that investigative unit would have seen anything or actually did its job, it could have seen the dates of all these posts. Hell, they could have subpoenaed his Facebook or they could, you know, right there on YouTube, see this video. And then they're going to use a criminal gang deal. My question is, would they say the same thing about the Blue Knights? How about old Ryan Erlacher's deal? Would they say the same thing about that? And if they don't, why? Because he's being scapegoated right now in New Jersey for this. He's being charged as a criminal. For one, how can he falsify something when he's not a part of that organization anymore? He's not. He left. And the Thunder Guard scene again. He was only wearing a support patch. A support patch does not mean you're a member or anything. I don't know, man. Scary stuff, man. Scary stuff. And for those that don't believe in it, because I hear you naysayers all the damn time. That don't happen. Yeah, it does, man. It happens all the time. So that's what MC members have to face. Loss of jobs, everything, man. Look at what happened down in Waco, man. People lost everything. Family, the whole nine yards. And a lot of them didn't even have anything to do with that. They're not scared to use something like this against you, man. They're not. So, we're going to go down to the second part of the show over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. If you would like us to cover something, man, give our opinion on a case that's happening, or get your side of the story out. It is very important to get both sides. As you can see, those two news articles were basically the same, and not one time was he asked for comment. Not one time was his lawyer asked for comment. Because if they were, they would have known that there was a lawsuit before all this started happening. And maybe, just maybe, they could have done investigative journalism to find out the real reason why they were coming at him so hard. But instead, they only took the state's story on this. Sad state of affairs. Well, we're going to go over to the second segment again, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. We usually go to about 9.30, having all kinds of fun over there. Uh, you can listen to us over in Discord, uh, over at the Madhouse Room. Everybody's in there, cameras on. Uh, China Dow's over there making stupid faces uh, the whole nine yards. So I'll catch you guys over there. Switch over. Ladies and gentlemen. 
gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God. Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? It's Monday, baby. Hopefully you guys had a good Easter. It was a beautiful Easter with the kids and the grandbabies yesterday. Really enjoyed my time. I am joined. Yes, she was about a hundred thousand sperms, and she was the fastest to the go. She likes long walks along the beach, and by the beach I mean my couch to the fridge. It's China Dow. How you doing, China Dow? Yes, she is in the house today. That bipolar bitch she is. We're gonna have us a good show. Woo, this is what happens when you're the fastest sperm to get to the A. How you doing, China? What the hell? <laughs> How you doing today? How was your Easter? It was, it was, I enjoyed the bike ride. Ew, we went on a bike ride yesterday. I have to say your food sucked. Yeah, I know, it was fucking bad. <laughs> When China even knows her food sucks, yeah. See, this is why I have my kid cook. She freaking made this disgusting ham. It was like a turd. Even my pit bull was like, what the fuck is this? Well, you gotta admit... Okay, yeah, I cheated. I put the freaking thing in a hu- in the crock pot. Who puts a ham in a crock pot? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I tell ya... I told you over and over again, this woman cannot cook. <laughs> My side dishes were good. Out of a can! <laughs> the side dishes are out of a can, so any freaking dummy <laughs> can make, th- even me, I can make it. No, you couldn't. But did you see Zena's face? She's like, what the fuck is this my dog well normally my ham i make it in the oven and you can't lie you have to admit when i make it in the oven is good so what changed i don't know i was freaking lazy and thought i'd make it easier by putting it in the crock pot (laughs) this is what i gotta live with Epic fail. It was a big epic fail on your part, man. Oh, that ham was so fucking gross. <laughs> you know, I, I I was having a good Easter and stuff like that. I said, okay, I'm going to take a nap because, you know, I'm sick. <laughs> okay? I have to admit it right here on the air. That food got me sick. So I laid down a couple hours, and I wake up. She looks at me. You're an asshole. I said, what the fuck? I just woke up out of bed. Well, we were supposed to go for a ride. I was okay, let's go. And then she goes into her five-year-old freaking mode. Her five-year-old mode. This is what I deal with, okay? Then I take her to her favorite spot and stuff, having a good time. Come home. Boom! Bitch mode again. It's like, what the fuck happened here? It's like, what's with you, man? You can't figure out the personality that you want? Nah, sometimes I have a hard time choosing which one should be out at the moment, so, you know. And sometimes I have no control. (laughs) No control my ass. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. You do that just to piss me off. Do not. 
you know. Maybe uh, sometimes. We went all <laughs> to the, uh, the hill climb deal where they used to have hill climbs overlooking the Janesville River. And, you know, she takes a picture. I was like, okay, I got your ass now. And now it's the advertisement for the show. Yeah. She looks like a Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, asshole. You couldn't have couldn't used the other one that we took prior to that one that looked good. And then in the middle of my ride, I say, okay, I got to stop at the gas station. Okay, we're stopping at the gas station. I said, I need a pop or something because, you know, I need my sugar. And next thing you know, I'm getting fangirled. And <laughs> I was so salty. She was salty <laughs> as fuck at me. <laughs> That's when the bad mood came out. They're like, dude. Don't You're you, Hollywood. <laughs> you, don't you have a show on YouTube? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, didn't you have a tattoo shop too? <laughs> he's like, yeah, back in the day. <laughs> and then he's like, dude, I watch the show every day, man. <laughs> I'm like fucker (laughs) as i just stand there (laughs) and then she goes nobody knows who i am i was like what the fuck is wrong with you man dude i've gotten like fangirled once no no, never (laughs) 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 fucking shit sucks i'm telling you and then last week when i put you on camera you know, usually you're on the camera and stuff in Discord. You only had eight people. I'm filled up. What's going on with you? Fuck off. You're not having a good time, are you? No. I need a vacation. <laughs> From a vacation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't even want to go on the show in the morning. I'm so sad. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> And I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're doing TikToks, and then you come in trying to be all lovey-dovey with me, because you knew you fucked up. (laughs) I'm sitting on your lap, I'm going, I found this sound, you gotta listen. (laughs) So if y'all actually want to see Hollywood in one of my TikToks, he's on one. (laughs) And you you can see my face like, what the fuck is this bitch doing here? (laughs) The look on his face, he looked like he had a dead stare into the camera. I got... It was supposed to be a blind reaction to the sound. I got no fucking reaction. Because <laughs> you were being a bitch all day. I took you for a ride. Then one of your other personalities came off. And then next thing you do, you're sitting on my fucking lap. It happens. See, that's what I got to deal with. You know, maybe I should start a support uh, group for all us men that have to live with bipolar bitches. I think that's what I need to do. It'd be you and my sister's boyfriend, George. <laughs> George. <laughs> Curious George. That's what I'm going to call him. Curious George. <laughs> George. <laughs> George. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. First segment coming up here. You know what? I I was thinking, you know, because we were spending time with the kids and stuff, with yeah. the grandbabies. Yeah. I'm losing all my kids. Do you know that? You are. You're losing all but one. I'm losing all but Corey, man. Yeah. They're all fucking moving on me, man. I know. Sad day. It's a sad state of affairs, man. Yep. My daughter, the grandbabies are moving to Washington. Yeah. You got Britt moving up north. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Do I smell or something? Maybe. And then I look at you. I was like, don't you think I'm selling my fucking house to move? You know, (laughs) because I know how you are with the kids, man. You, like, are always freaking, uh, you know... You got to kick them out of the nest, is what I say. I said we ain't selling. Yeah, for now until uh, she starts crying and whining. 
You know, what is it with women? They cannot understand that when babies grow up, you kick them out of the nest and then you live your life. You know, we're going to have a good life, man. It's just going to be, you know, us. That's it. Me, you, Corey. That's I was say you're like, just us. And I'm like, and Corey. And Corey, <laughs> he, he sits in his bedroom all fucking day. <laughs> so it's like, it's just us. It's, yeah, it's kind of like it's just us. So we should be partying, having a good time. Not this bipolar bullshit you got. Well, we we need to have a good time. Especially, you know, now. Because now my schedule's even more janky at work. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking about the kids and all that stuff. And, you know, one of the favorite pastimes is WWE. And you're actually kind of a, you know, uh, an expert on this deal. I love wrestling. What is it about wrestling? I remember when I was a kid, I had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, all the good ones. Yeah. I don't even know any of the ones now. You <laughs> do, but I don't. What is it about uh, wrestling that, you know, everybody likes? I'm talking, you got grown-ass men my age over there thinking this shit's real. Oh, it ain't real. Duh. I love watching it, though. I'm very sad now because Undertaker retired, but that's okay. What is it about it, though? It's highly entertaining just watching people beat the crap out of each other. It's great. Flipping but they're not people. even ba- beating the shit out of each other. It's still good. It's still good. It's still good. It don't matter. I mean, there are a lot of stuff in there that they actually do have contact. Right. You know, because... I know when they slap the shit out of them on the chest, that's real. Hell yeah, that's real. You I want to do that to you. Marks? I want to do that to you once. Just slap that shit out of you. Why would you want to slap the shit out of you? Because you're a just bipolar mean. bitch. That's just mean. But anyway, go I ahead. Frown on that. I don't even know who any of these stars are anymore. Well, that's because they're all retired. They come back once a year and... You know, some of them get put in the Hall of Fame and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have, you know, like a reunion kind of thing and they'll all show up. Right. It's cool. I love it. I watch it with Corey. By the way, WrestleMania is this weekend. <laughs> it's a, it's they, a two-day affair. Are they going to be doing that shit in front of the monitors and stuff? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. It's just not the same, I don't think. It's not the same because there's no there's no audience it's just a bunch of tv screens mm-hmm. and then you can't the tv as far as the tv screens go yeah you could you look they look like they're cheering and screaming and all that but there's they're not they're using sound effects who's your favorite wrestler well mine was well, Under, well who is now he's gone dude he was like fucking he needed a cane to get into the fucking ring yeah well then there's Kane too which He's done too. Yeah. Now, who is your favorite current one? My favorite current one? Huh, it's a toss up. I don't know. There's a couple of them. I don't really have a favorite current. I haven't been paying attention too much to who's left. Uh huh. <laughs> but some of the older guys have been back. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to. Watch a little bit here and there with Corey over the weekend or make him wait until the weekend's over and we could watch it all together. Rock on. Well, cool, man. We're going to go over to Bon Jovi.
coming Let me be clear Your days are numbered The end is near The walls around you Are closing in It's too late for praying Sinner meets sin your border now they come to take me back I sleep with one eye open I don't make waves I don't leave tracks for my daughter and my three sons it's the only life they've known to me it's my asylum the stars and stripes my home blood in the water he's jumping in See 
Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. And how you guys doing worldwide, man? We appreciate you guys tuning in. I also have to say I love my followers, man. You have kept us at the top 100 for over a week. That is unheard of for a POD publisher. You guys kick ass. Don't forget to uh, make sure that you guys pass the word on Brotherhood and Betrayal. Love you all. We will have copies coming where we can get them signed shortly. Welcome to the Throttle Club. George Methvin. Mammy Blatt's in there now, man. We got Mammy in there. Uh, we got Barry Burns, Steve Child, Ryan Evans, and Jimmy Alcorn is now a part of of the throttle club that is awesome again don't forget to uh pass the word on the throttle club man anyway you know what what we were you know doing a little arguing yesterday well and i was i was wondering if you or women understand or does it suck when you're more than halfway through an argument, you're right in the middle of an argument, and realize that you're wrong. Do you guys ever just stop and say, fuck, I'm wrong? Because mm, when no. you're arguing against Hollywood, you're always wrong. No. No, I just keep going. You keep going even though you're wrong. I, You keep going when you're wrong, so why should I? Okay, no, when I, am I wrong? I don't know, sometimes. When am I wrong? I don't know, sometimes. See, you can't even... Uh, <laughs> I can't even give an example. Can't even give an example. No, well, not right at the spur of the moment. You caught me off guard there. I always catch you off guard. You know, it might be that brain matter between that blonde-ass hair of yours. Shush. Why well, I gotta knock it? Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've tried it many of times. But one thing I do... I. I I just wanted to know that question, you know. Do you guys ever stop and think you're assholes and you're wrong? And it takes you, what, 12 hours to apologize for being a dick? Not 12 hours. Sometimes longer. <laughs> there actually has been times when you and I have been going back and forth and arguing and then I just stop talking. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I know I'm wrong then. <laughs> I'll just be like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to win this. I'm so done. <laughs> and then I'll just start messing up my phone. Put your phone down. Nope. <laughs> you start stomping away like a little baby under your breath. <laughs> That's when I'm walking away going, I hate you. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> you know, women's argumental skills are not that good. See, men, they know how to ambush your asses. Yeah, sometimes. And I think it's only right because you're vipers. We are not vipers. Yes, women are vipers, man. They use that poontang for their freaking advantage. Well. You're vipers. I, I don't bother trying to do that right now, so, yeah, no. It's really getting to you, this punishment, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, dude. It's kind of sucking. There's no fucking. <laughs> 
It's irritating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's it like being, you know, the one in a billion out of all that sperm you made it to the, you know, the finish line? How did you do it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a sex ed class? I don't know. I didn't choose to be here. That's uh, what our kids always say. Right? <laughs> like, well, we didn't choose to be here. You brought us here. We did not choose this. Well, I was just thinking, uh, what kind of, what starts an argument? What kind of things do we, you know, what kind of subjects that cause an argument? Subjects that cause an argument? Yeah, what do know. we fight about a lot? I don't know. There'll be sometimes when just like, you'll uh, you'll say something and it doesn't even have to be like something stupid and I'll just be like, God, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like last night, you're like, hey, check out the picture <laughs> and the thing. I'm like, fucker. Well, you <laughs> took the picture. Yeah, I know, but it was supposed to just be our picture, not not mm-hmm. everyone in the world's picture. Well, you know, they say there's eight different types of arguments, okay? Eight types. Now, I want to see if we fall into any of these. All right, go. Any of these. All right, type. go. Okay. Let's go here. Where are we at here? Uh, watch your back. Arguments so intense, your body hurts. <laughs> we've had a million of that. Yeah, we've had that. Now, yeah. money and sex are the two top most common ones for arguments. Um, Would you agree with that? Money and sex? Money and sex. Mm, no. You don't agree with that? No. Sex, I ain't getting any anyway, so there's no reason to argue over it. <laughs> well, with a man... And money? Everybody argues about money. I mean, I'd probably say money, yes, but sex, no. That's because, you know what, when you live with a bipolar bitch, they like going to the store and buying everything, and then, you know, they get pissed off when you tell them you gotta return the shit and get the money back. Yeah, except you gotta give me some credit. Uh, even though I've been having my major bipolar moods, I haven't been spending like crazy. No, you're actually doing pretty good, man. I'm pretty tame. You're, you're pinching pennies. Maybe because I actually really hate shopping. Do you I ever notice that it. when you... I hate it. You don't know what to spend money on? Yes. It's like, what the fuck, man? I don't want to go to the store. Dude, it took me an hour to figure out what tank tops to buy at fucking Walmart. So I said, fuck it, and bought one of every color. <laughs> Only you would do some shit like that. They were on sale for two bucks. <laughs> do you think... Uh, you know what? I feel that uh, the richer you are, the more you're going to argue. Well, yeah, I think so too because they're spending their money on high end get like high end things. It's not like I'm gonna go run out and buy a car because mm. can't. Or they're gonna go out there and buy a Ferrari or some shit. Yeah, but they spent. You know what? Rich people spend so much time on money that they forget how to live life. Exactly, and I'd rather live life than worry about how I'm gonna, sp- you know, what I'm gonna buy at Walmart later. Mm. Yeah, you know, Greg, you know, Greg and I was talking about that because Greg came over. Thanks, by the way, for coming over to helping with the boat. The boat's over at the marina right now because they had to go through. It was spark and all that type of stuff. But we were talking about uh, the money deal and how people that have it look down on us minions. Yeah, because they can just run out and buy whatever they want when they want. And we have to bust our asses to get it. I guess one of his companies does uh, the prick, his sister's property, 
And she looks down at them, fires them all the time, and then comes back to them. But that's just a rich person's thinking. Oh, yeah. Fire and rehire, fire and rehire, fire and rehire. Could you imagine if they lost all their money and they had to start anew again? They had to live or work regular lives. They couldn't do it. I think that's why they commit suicide all the time. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't they couldn't live paycheck to paycheck. I don't think any of the anybody that's like filthy rich could live paycheck to paycheck. Mhm. I don't think so. I don't think they I I don't think they'd know what to do or do how to do it. I think uh all these Hollywood stars, all these rappers, whatever it may be, that always are crying and whining how bad they have it, and then finally they'll off themselves. They really didn't know what true life meant. No. You know, sometimes, you know, I get on that suicide kick where, you know, that's weakness and blah, blah, blah. There's kids at St. Jude that would love to live, and they waste that. They waste that life. So... When you, I see it in the newspaper, oh, this one was 35 years old and was depressed. I don't think they know depression like us. Well, I'm sure they have a form of it, but not as badly as probably you or I would have. Or the the norm. Mm. Well, they can just check themselves into a hospital. Yeah, they can just check themselves into some sort of you know hospital to get help where you know even the average person can't get in there to get help. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a cheap thing to go in and get help, like some sort of rehab or whatever. And it's I kind of went, I, I kind of went on a tangent yesterday while we were going for a ride to go see the grandbabies. We passed this McDonald's, and we see a lot of vets mm-hmm. that are homeless. Yeah, our own government cannot take care of our people, but they'll take care of something else. Oh, yeah, all the time. So if one of these rich people had to live in the shoes of a homeless vet or a homeless person, I think they'd get a reality check. Maybe that should be a, a real reality show. Yeah, no Not kidding. based on comedy, but based on how hard it is to live on the street. They're so blessed with what they got... They can't see around them. They got this viewpoint of the world. And that made a lot of sense when Greg brought that up. That they look down on us. Mm, for real. I, I, I felt really bad for the guy that was standing outside of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially because it was on Easter. That was a heartbreaking thing. You know, but it's like... Uh, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Well, like I said, man. I mean, unfortunately, we, you know, we had the green light, so we couldn't stop, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, I've gone numerous times when I've seen people sitting in front of that McDonald's, and I will go through the drive through at the McDonald's, and I will actually get them food. Well, they need people need a hand up. They don't need a hand out. They need a hand up to get back on their feet. It's just like that old abandoned motel down the street from them. I'm like, well, you know what? It's sitting on the corner, not being used. Why don't you turn it into a homeless shelter? Because they got camps here. Yeah. 
By the river. By the river. They're living like it's 1800 over there. Oh, yeah. They put up their tents and whatnot. And and then they have the cops sometime go down there and fuck with them. Yeah. So they usually, majority of the people that live down by the river, they actually tear down every day and re-put up their tents on a daily instead of leaving their stuff there. Mm-hmm. So they're always carrying everything with them. And that shouldn't have to be. No. Uh-uh. Not when you got all these empty space, empty places around here where they can always use it for good instead of just leaving it sitting there empty or tearing it down. Well, while we're talking about law enforcement, what gives them the nerve to go bug people that have, that have to live on the street? They'll go home after their shift with their kids and all that good shit. Yep. But they'll go over and harass people that have nothing. Yeah, because they don't want them there. But I will say lately... But they're sitting in the river and they got they can't be seen. Yeah, but I will say lately they haven't really been bothering them. It seems that the only time they really is if like so somebody goes back there and sees them and complains. Then they go and harass them and make them leave. Mm-hmm. But then all the all the all the guys all the all the people that are by the river what they do is is they wait for the cop to leave and then go back. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I sometimes want to go back there and be like, I don't know, give them food, something. When you ever see one of these stories, do you actually feel bad for these people or no? I do. All the time, actually. No, I'm talking about these Hollywood stars oh. that off them. Oh, I thought you meant the people that live by our river. <laughs> the Hollywood stars? No. No. I don't feel sorry for them whatsoever. No, because... I don't understand why they're... I mean, I get it. Everybody has their own form of depression. But... But... They don't live their... You know, live a day in my shoes, man. Mm-hmm. You know, live a day in an average... Pay, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of person. Live a day in their shoes and see how rough it is. And how hard it is to get by. Compared to the life that they're living. Right. You know, and it's... And it, and it, the thing that kind of disgusts me is the the celebrity status. No matter what kind of celebrity status they have, whether it's music, movies, whatever, they all get publicized when they uh, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. No one else does. No, they don't. Like you especially don't especially that bet that served this country in Vietnam. Yeah, he was already spit on when he came home, yeah. and then when he died, there was nothing. You don't, you really, you never hear about anybody else that does it. You only hear about the, the ones that have the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I sit back and sometimes I wonder, it's like, you know, because we've joked around and we've asked each other, you know, what would we do if we won the lottery? You know. I think I'd be miserable. I think, you know, after I pay off all the, you know, debt, because <laughs> unlike celebrity status, we all got debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got debt, whether it's medical, credit cards, whatever, college debt. We've all got it. I don't think they know what it's like to be in debt because they're so damn rich. You know, it's like, I'd like to see my credit score mm-hmm. <laughs> go up a lot. It's like, I don't know, other than paying off all the debt and paying off all our daughter's college debt, I don't know what the hell I'd do with money. Right. Probably you know, fix up the house because we ain't going to move and we ain't going to go spend it on flashy cars because that's not how we are. That's not who we are. Hmm. I don't, I think I'd be bored. 
I think so, too. I wouldn't know what well, to do. Well, you know, let's go. We'll get to the other reasons in a minute. But, you know, some fun stuff here. You know how I love my firefighters, right? Oh, yes. They're the best people around, I think. Yeah, you love the firefighters. I love my firefighters. You, I've never, ever, ever in my entire 20-plus years, going on 30 in a couple years here, ever hear you say anything bad about a firefighter. Hell no, man. But you know what? Down in Texas, they're pretty special. Yeah? Did you that? know what they did? What'd they do? They got a phone call uh-huh. about a trapped squirrel in a tree, and they went and rescued that squirrel. Are you serious? Yes, they go the extra mile, even for the, sh- you know. It wasn't a cat, it was a squirrel? <laughs> right. Because, I mean, you hear jokes all the time about firefighters rescuing cats out of trees. They rescued a squirrel? Yes. Why? That's badass, ain't it? That's cool, but why? And I don't know, man, they're good people. And men in Virginia, you got to watch out if you're trying to go around deers. Because they get pissed off at your ass down in Virginia. You know, there was one deer, and it says right here, crashed through a school bus windshield. Holy hell. I guess they were pissed. How the hell? The, the deer That's high right. up, too. Yeah, them, oh, those deers can jump. Oh, yeah, I've seen they them jump, jump over a car before, but I've never seen them go as high as a bus window. Mm-hmm. That bus driver must have pissed that deer. And it landed <laughs> on a student who was sleeping. Woke him up. (laughs) Hey, good morning. (laughs) Can you imagine being woke up by a deer coming through the fucking window? Laying on your lap? (laughs) Dude, I'd probably crap myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, how old was that poor student? Oh, my God, he was just a kid. You know, a couple years, you know, what, seven, eight years old? God, God. You imagine that looking up and seeing a fucking deer in your face? Oh, my God, that's creepy. That is not a good way to sp- <laughs> to start your day. That's kind of like, you know, waking up to you. It is not. I don't come crashing through a window, just your studio door. <laughs> you know, I like that one TikTok, uh, me at uh, going to the studio at 8.15 and you're screeching along the floor with your pillow. Yeah, I put that in the TikTok section on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stupidest wife, man. <laughs> that was so me going. It's so me coming here every morning. I have my routine. You know what? I'm actually surprised that you're up early all the time. I think you got your body... uh, Oh, I can't even... uh, Half the time I can't even sleep in past 8 o'clock. Right. I I was shocked that... What was it? Yesterday I actually slept till 10. (laughs) Well, we're going to go to Jackal right now. She loves my cock.
Got a radio. You are never alone and you never will be. Quality rock. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. WMMRDB Rockford. That's right, ladies. You love my cock. It's available to you anytime you want to get on your knees. I am ready to drop that load for you. I know you love my cock. Everybody loves Hollywood's cock, man. That's why I said, you know what? If you're a lady, get on your knees. You just do what you want. Just make me feel good. So, we are back. Uh, and uh, with China Dow, we're talking about uh, some reasons why arguments happen. Uh, and the reason why I'm asking uh, China Dow is because she's a fucking expert at this one. She likes arguing all the fucking time. And uh, one of our way reasons we argue is because she's not a social, you know, a domestic engineer. She sucks at housework. And another thing she sucks at, and she proved it yesterday, I got to really get you online with little mama. I really do. Uh, you suck at cooking. Yesterday you proved it. You served me actual dog food my dog wouldn't even eat. They were eating it. But then they were gagging. So I they were looking up. Uh, my bad. So, you know, that's another reason for arguments that, you know, why don't you go the extra mile and try to make me happy with your cooking? That's what your kid's here for. No, that can't be. Whether You know what? You're going to get with little mama, and she's going to teach you how to fucking cook. My sister's coming. She could teach me. She cooks. Your sister cooks? Yeah. You know what she made the other day? What? Rabbit. Rabbit, that's good. Ew. I love rabbit. Ew. What do you mean, ew? Gross. You see, the problem with your sister coming, man, it's giving me nightmares. It's giving me PTSD before the, you know, the fact. I'm worried about you guys going to cut my throat. I'm having nightmares about this. (laughs) I actually had one yesterday. I thought it was the weed that did it to me. But no, man, it's my subconscious saying, you know what? You might be joking about this shit. But you're really going to do it. Nah. Why would we do that? Because you're assholes. You don't know. Uh, Yeah, we'll see if I show up, man. She's going to be here this week, ain't she? Yes, she is. We're going to have to have her on the show those days. Yeah, 
Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, she's going to have to come on the shows. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be two against one. Yeah, me and her versus you. Ah, uh, you guys are going to get your asses kicked. You know it. <laughs> you know it. Nah. You know it. No. You're going to get your... Who wants to put money on Hollywood? <laughs> Taking out the two bipolars. <laughs> Hollywood against two bipolar chicks. <laughs> going to general and who are you going to put your money on? Who can go back and forth with Hollywood? I'm going to bring my jackhammer with, baby. What the hell? What do you mean your jackhammer? See, when people try to go after me yeah. on social media, yeah. I let them talk their shit. Okay. Then I come back with a jackhammer. Uh-huh. And just make them look stupid. No, it's not. No. They can't do it with me. She probably can. Uh, nah, I don't think so. I bet she can. Many a good ones have tried to come after me. I bet she can. And you know what's the funniest? When you, you know, reach your hand out and say, okay, why don't you come on the show and we'll have some fun? They never take me up on my offer. Yeah, you've been turned down by a lot of people. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, no, that's to- so true. It's like, <laughs> come on, we'll have some fun. <laughs> you know why it is? Because they know I bring facts. Facts you can't argue with. You can't. There's no way possible. <laughs> hey, what kind of facts are you going to bring up? You don't know a lot about my sister. <laughs> All I need to know is you guys are bipolar and I'll just rise off of that. I'll feed off of that. It's easy. You're an airhead. <laughs> You're easy, so it would be like me against your sister. <laughs> I'll just sit here and let you two go at it. <laughs> Man. Another one is relatives. I oh. hate your fucking relatives. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I do too. <laughs> Can't stand them. <laughs> I don't like them either. And interior design, you suck at, you know, I like my little country house theme. Yeah. And you, you can't even hang a fucking picture. No, that's crock of crap right there. You can't hang one. That's a crock right there. I've hung every picture in this house. And they're crooked! No, they're not. Your head is just crooked. Oh, my head is just crooked. The pictures okay. are not crooked. Oh, okay. I'll beat your ass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they are not crooked. And I like how they put this false memory syndrome. Uh, arguments are not about the facts, which <laughs> you, uh, of what happened, but how it is remembered. Yes. That's Me, I know the facts. I have a great memory when this shit comes. Not always. Oh, don't always me and shit like that. <laughs> Not always. Uh-huh. What'd you eat for dinner two days ago? Two days ago, I ate, what was it, those freaking yucky things. What yucky things? Anything you cook is yucky. Anyway. <laughs> See? You can't remember what you ate two days now, ago. Now, you know, going down my firefighter <laughs> thing, can you imagine this happen? Uh, an off-duty firefighter in New Mexico... He removed 15,000 bees from a car in a grocery parking lot. How the hell did all I guess it was a swarm, man. Those swarms are deadly. How did y'all get in a car? <laughs> they left the window open. Why do you think I don't leave my windows open? Because I don't need one of them son of a bitches flying my shit. No, because then you run and run out of the car and get it out. I run like a bitch, man. You do. I'm a bitch when it comes to a bee. Hey, I'll be the first one to admit it. Hey, China Dow, get your ass over here and kill this motherfucker. I am the bee killer. Yes. 
And I'm the one that always ends up getting stung. But I'd be, you know, I'd be worried, man, because 15,000 bees in New Mexico, they got them killer bee motherfuckers down there. Yeah, that's that's scary. You know, them motherfuckers want to bite your ass. Yeah, that that's not going to end well. <laughs> Hell no, man. <laughs> not at all. Especially if you're allergic. That's really not going to end well. Fuck no. And then uh, finally, you know, I wonder how much of a fine this would be. A book was returned to a Nebraska library 50 years overdue. Damn, I wonder how much that cost. Do you know I haven't owned a, uh, one of those library card thingies? No. I've never owned one. God, I can't remember the last time I had one. Probably when I was a kid growing up. I don't know, man, but it's like, you know, 50 years overdue. You know, you, you think they're going to get fined or some shit? Um, they probably write, will write it off. I mean, that how would you find somebody for that? That's a long time. They probably You might as it. well have just kept the damn book at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you guys fight out over there, man? Okay, I got a lot of guys out there. And they know where I'm coming from when it comes to women, man. You guys are vipers. And, you know, you guys, you know what? I think you guys argue because you think it's fun. Sometimes. It's fun until you get that colon cleanse. Yeah, no. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Do you know you haven't got past two strikes? I know. I'm doing good. You know damn well that colon cleanse will be coming. <laughs> That's why I'm being good. That's how you control a lady. That's how you get that bipolar shit out of them. No. No. Just, yeah. Fear, fear, fear the inevitable. (laughs) 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 It's all out of fear of the inevitable. But I think we got stupid fights. We do. You know, because you're an asshole. That's why. You're an asshole too, so hey, whatever. I can be an asshole. Why can you be an asshole and I can't be an asshole? Because I'm the man of the house. I'm king of the castle. <laughs> it says in the Bible. <laughs> Ass nine. But, but anyway, you know what? I have something that really pissed me off. Oh, Jesus. Really pissed me off yesterday. <laughs> you know, Easter, I take the old man upstairs pretty serious. Are <laughs> you going to talk about me bitching because no fast food places were open last night? <laughs> this bitch... Was crying and whining. I got my dog over crying and whining because she can't... (laughs) My dog does not like her going on a ride. My dog hates her in the car, don't she? She does. She likes it better when it's you and her in your truck. That's my co-pilot. Yeah. Anyway, we're driving all over the place, and I kind of, you know, thought down the same lines as my pit bull. We're going all over the place. It's Easter. She wants to pick something out to eat. Uh, And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time it's Easter. You're not going to fucking find anything but McDonald's or Burger King. And she's bitching everywhere she goes. (laughs) It's fucking Easter. (laughs) I was pissed. I'm like, good damn it, fucking Easter. I wanted cheese fries. Where I get my cheese fries from? Closed. Damn it. And then we got to worry because our son, (laughs) with what he eats... Because he doesn't eat meat, so he does eat fish. So I had to find some place that actually had fish. But anyway, it got me as mad as this tweet from that freaking idiot, uh, Raphael Warnick out of Georgia. You know, he's a so-called reverend. 
Uh, he made a tweet and had to delete it. The meaning of Easter is more transcendent than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a Christian or not, through a commitment to helping others, we are able to save ourselves. No, you ain't, you son of a bitch. It's because of him that we're saved. But I'm not going to go into religious stuff. But that kind of pissed me off. You know, it's just like uh, saying that Al Sharpton's a reverend. He, he's kicking. They're idiots. <laughs> I can't stand them people, man. You I know, really anybody can. can anybody can be now. <laughs> yeah, I can just go online and say, hey, I'm a reverend. Yeah, for like ten bucks. Ten bucks, <laughs> I can marry your ass. <laughs> so technically anybody can be one now. You imagine me as a reverend, man? Oh, my You'd goodness. You'd be telling people not to get married. <laughs> you damn right I would. You don't want to do that. Why? Because I'm telling you, man, 20 years is false advertisement. That bitch is going to come up with bipolar. <laughs> it's false advertisement. That's why I like leasing instead of owning. <laughs> it's just, is it like a rent-to-own kind of thing? No, man. At first, you know, those first seven years I was with you, I was leasing you. Uh-huh. Then I got married. Then I was like, ownership, man, this comes with a lot of work. With leasing, I just can give you back. Give me back to who? <laughs> That's not my problem. From, from whence you came. <laughs> yeah, from whence you came, man. Uh, you know, you're going to get leased, not owned, man. So that's my advice to you youngins is lease. Don't own that shit. Once you own that pussy, man, it brings a whole lot of problems to you. <laughs> it gives you headaches. It kills your buzz. Bad state of affairs, man. Bad. <laughs> or buzzkills. Not stead, but bad state of affairs, man. <laughs> this life with drowning pool. <laughs>
Neighborhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Hopefully in a couple days we'll get some books that we can sign for you guys. Don't forget, once you read it, uh, go ahead and give us a review over on Amazon. That helps us out a bunch, man. We really appreciate all the support that you've been giving us. You guys rock and roll, man. Tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, rocking with Hollywood, man. We're going to have two in a row. That's going to love, you're going to love this show. Anyway, I'm Hollywood and I'm Adi. And here's China down, my bipolar bitches, off the air. Bye. <laughs>